they're flagrant. And yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast. Bringing you your NBA news. It is on, and I'm your host, Ben Gross, with the most. Yeah. As of always, I have with me the wonderful, the ever-popular. Mm-hmm. True story. The ever-radiant. Go on. Steve Schwanda. Yes, sir. And here we are, second round of the playoffs. That's right. Time to get a little bit serious. If you it weren't is, serious yet, now it is a, an exciting time. time to be alive. It is. It is an exciting time to be alive. I cannot agree with you more. Foregone 2020. Mm. Here God. is 2021. Yeah. And that's just, it's just, I'm just so happy. I'll yeah. be I'll be honest. I I'm yeah, in, it's, it's I'm in that I'm just really ha- I'm I'm a positive person anyway, but especially after 2020. Yeah. And it seems like we're seeing the light and, at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah, yeah, and don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that like sports is more important than, you know, hundreds of thousands of people's lives or anything. Because it's obviously it's not. It's just a game. But man, I will never take sports for granted again. I I tell you my this this weekend my son had four baseball games. He had three on Saturday, one on Sunday. My daughter had a dance audition. So I'm running my kids back and forth and really had no time to relax at all this whole weekend. And then back to work, and you're just like, but I'm like, you know what? I will do this every single weekend if yeah. it means I get to watch my kids do the things that they love and take them from here to there to everywhere and watch games. And, you know, I was watching, I went to Central Michigan and they had a great, their baseball team had a great season winning the Mac and then um, you know they got to the Notre Dame region who Notre Dame is really really good and after losing to them in the in the first game Friday they come back they beat uh, you know they beat Michigan in an elimination game they beat UConn in an elimination game and then they get another crack at, at Notre Dame Sunday night and and uh, they hung around for a while then it kind of got a little ugly but but just watching that you know being able to watch that again and you know, you know so I'm, I'm following games on my phone while I'm watching my kid play and just like I was just so overwhelmed with joy that we're kind of back. not we're not don't we're not there yet. We are no. not we are not back yet. We still need we to are be, not one hundred percent. We still need to be you smart to and cautious and all those things. Get vaccinated. We need to do all those things to be smart and be cautious and take care of ourselves and take care of each other. But we are so f- close. So we're so much better than we were. Yeah. Obviously, at this time of last year. So just being able to do all these things and watch these things. And, you know, there's a nice crowd at the game uh, tonight, the, the Tigers game tonight in Detroit. Mm. They got to reopen uh, to much more fans than yep. than the last time because they were just on a road trip. So they get to come back now with, with new um, rules and regulations so they can allow some more fans in. And, and just all the signs are going in the right direction. So let's just keep, you know, doing what we got to do and, and we can get through this. But, yeah. It's just, it's so awesome. And this is just a great time of year anyway, because you have NBA playoffs, you have NHL playoffs, you have regular season baseball games, you know, uh, college, you have the women's softball 
uh, finals starting tonight with Florida State and Oklahoma. If you live in you the know, north, daylight's way longer. Yeah. I, for us in Michigan, yeah. we're, we're a bunch of people that, that – hibernate during the winter yeah now yeah. you're driving at 9 30 and you can yeah. still light out it's, it's just still light out. normally it's like seven o'clock it starts getting dark so that's right it's just yeah it's just a great time there's sport tons of sports going on uh you know the high school you know spring season on saturday was the busiest uh day of the spring calendar for mh the mhsaa the michigan high school athletic association with with track and field state finals and lacrosse and and obviously baseball and softball and soccer and just that all those kids, after their spring season was canceled last year, that they all get to to compete and to to do those things, it's just awesome. It's just a great, great thing, and you hope that you never take it for granted again because of how quickly it can be taken away for it from you. So, not to get too you know deep or anything like that, because again, it is just sports. It should be fun. It should be entertainment. It should be enjoyable. Yep. Right. That's right. It's not. Life or death, it should be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, there is a great <laughs> two minutes and 50 second uh, interview uh, from this Virginia pitcher um, that it's just, it's absolutely priceless. It's kind of making its 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 way around. Um, but uh, Stephen Scroach is his name. He's a <laughs> closer for Virginia. And his... His his interview was just it was priceless and oh yeah and and I I just put it on my on my Facebook wall and if if you haven't seen it and you need to find a way to see it message me and I will <laughs> seriously I will send it to you because um, it's that good but just just basically just being like you know hey because you know they asked him about pressure or something like that and he literally is just like hey, it's just a game like <laughs> you know like there's gonna be a whole lot of you know a whole lot of things harder yep. harder than my life than trying to strike out the side or trying not to walk a guy or not and it just it was just such a great you know attitude and you know he's like somebody you know on the other team or in the in the fans they tried to offer me a box of dipping dots to blow the game and i thought about it because dipping dots are really good but then i was like ah well if we win we get to stay another day and that's more per, <laughs> that's more per diem and then i can buy my own di- dipping dots and i'm just like it was just it's absolutely hilarious it's two minutes and 51 seconds of pure gold um <laughs> But I, I love when they catch those college kids like at the right time where they're just honest and, and have fun with it. But yeah. Either way, if you can't tell, I'm in a great mood. Great mood tonight. Speaking of great moods. Great mood. Great moods. Let's talk about the mood of the Joker. Oh boy. Oh, the Joker's in a good mood. Yeah. yeah. He, no, they did lose. We'll talk about that in a second. They did lose game one. Denver lost game one last night. A little preview, but a little foreshadowing. The Joker was named MVP today officially. Here's the surprising thing: if I would have told you, there's see, let me see, there's 101 first place votes to go out. Okay, because there's 100 mm-hmm. writers, and then they give the fans the vote. Mm-hmm. And they give a percentage of fans, right? right? So they get they yeah whatever, so they get a vote, the fan vote. If that, that so there's 101 total first place votes, and I'm, I I will say I am surprised that it was this much. Not to say that right, it wasn't. I closer. think Joker should have been the MVP. Everybody else, you know, Embiid missed a lot of time and and this and that, but the the first place votes break out. Breakdown did surprise me. Yeah. Because I'm going to go in reverse order. Derek Rose, 
That's right, Derrick Rose, who started the season on the Pistons, then traded to the Knicks <laughs> and did really well and helped them in the playoffs. The Pistons. Pistons. The Pistons. <laughs> D Rose, he did get. He got the fan vote. He got one first plate vote vote from the fans. I I know everyone loves D Rose because he did win MVP all those years ago, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt, and like mm-hmm. so we like to see him still doing stuff. But he got one first place vote, which is the same amount as the reigning two time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, who also got one straight first place vote, and Joel Embiid, who just got one mm. first place vote. Chris Paul, who obviously. Isn't going to have the big numbers, the gaudy numbers, Correct. but still, still, still in everywhere, early game. everywhere he goes, they win. Right. He takes a team who's lousy, he gets them to the playoffs. He te- takes a team who's in the playoffs to the one seed. So he actually got two first place votes. Really? Wardell, Stephen Curry. Mm. Most, most people just, you know, know him as Steph. Steph Curry got five. First place votes. Now, obviously, without Clay Thompson, James Wiseman missed a lot of the year. He led the league in score, you know, league in scoring, and almost single handedly almost got them to the playoffs. I mean, he would have in the old system, but because of the play in tournament, they ended up losing by three to the Lakers. And but overall, another close game to, right, yeah. to the Grizzlies. But they were in the position, you know, to be a top eight seed. That's the list. The Joker got the other 91 first place votes. That's a lot more than I thought he yeah. would get. And, I thought, and like I said, I think, I think he deserved it. I think he should have won the MVP. I'm just surprised it's that much. I, I, thought, I really am. I thought Steph would, would get more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought, I thought more he than five, would. Yeah. yeah, I thought he'd get, I don't know, if I'm talking percentage. Like twenty five percent of the vote, right? A good yeah. quarter, right? If you yeah. got good quarter of the vote, because five nobody people. nobody gets ninety some percent. I mean, uh, yeah, like, ninety one out of a hundred and one. Then you get five two one one one. Like very, right? Very surprising. Now, yes, it was a weird year because pretty much all of the big names, quote unquote. Missed some time. They had some injuries or, or whatever. And really, Joker. I mean, he's the one guy who really just played, you know, and all the all the you know all the time basically. And and the you know Denver still was a playoff team and obviously a very a, a good one, and and all that. So obviously he deserves <laughs> the accolades that he got because he he played and started every single game they had this year right and basically played about 36 minutes a night right around 35 36 minutes a night he you know averaged basically 25 eight and a half assists and almost 11 rebounds so you know and and then the playoffs again (laughs) It's been seven more games. He's obviously played them all. Still playing about 35 minutes a night. And now he's even upped it to almost 32 points a game. 31 and a half points a game. Sure. Now only yeah. four and a half assists, ten and a half rebounds. So he's still getting the job done, obviously. And 
he a hundred percent. Like to me, he was a hundred percent the the MVP. I'm glad he won. He should have won. But I was surprised that he got ninety one of the total hundred and one first place votes because yeah, you know, like there's a, sometimes there's those guys that just want to be different and they're gonna vote for someone else just to be different. Like the fact that Chris Paul only got two people when you kind of be like, you know what? Everywhere he goes, they just win. We're, let's let's give him, you know, like a lifetime achievement MVP, if you will. Like, right. Like, I mean, Co- I mean, Shaq and Kobe, we, he rest in peace, were still upset about the fact that Steve Nash won <laughs> back-to-back MVPs over them in back-to-back years where their numbers were a zillion times better. Correct. On paper than Steve Nash's. Um, and of course, then Steve Nash didn't have the playoff success that obviously Kobe and Shaq. I mean, I know Shaq is still bitter about it. Um, and if Kobe, well, he's mentioned it multiple times. He, yeah, on he's, national he's, TV. St- he still mentions it on, multi- on national yeah. TV on multiple occasions. Yeah. So, um, and with Steve Nash being the coach of the the Nets, he he has more opportunities to bring it up some more. Um, so I'm surprised that Chris Paul didn't get a more than two, but maybe. That's why is because of that backlash of Steve Nash getting back to back. Now they're like, oh, we can't give a point guard who only averages 15 points and 12 assists MVP, right? Mm. Over a guy who's averaging 32 and 12 or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Even if the team won 30 games before he gets there and then he gets there and they win 55. Right. With basically the same exact yeah. team except yeah. for him. Because that, that, again, it's not best player in the NBA. No. It's not scoring champion. It's nope. not fan favorite. It's most valued. valuable. So basically, the how you should think about it is if you took this player off that team and replaced it, and I'm not saying you replaced it with this star, or that, but replaced it with another average type player, because again, everybody in the NBA is good, because they're professional basketball players. Right. But if you take off him and replace him with just an average player, and then you take out this guy on this team and replace him with just an average player, which one of those teams is still successful? And, you know, with Jamal Murray getting hurt, you know, now, especially these, you know, towards the end of the year, you know, Joker really doesn't have that second guy. Now, Michael Porter Jr. has really stepped up and needs to continue to step up. Um, but it's not like, well, you know, if you like Kevin Durant, for example, well, you know, if he's, and of course, obviously he missed a lot of games, but you're like, oh, well, if he struggles, you got Kyrie and well, James Harden. Well, James Harden's hurt. Oh, okay. Well, you got Kyrie and Kevin Durant, right? Or, oh, well, you know, you take out Anthony Davis, you have LeBron James, or you take out Joel Embiid, you got Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and right. all, you know, the rest of the 76ers. So if you take out Joker, if you take out Joker, the Nuggets do not make they, the playoffs. They don't like if make you take anything. out if you take out the Joker and you put in Brooke Lopez. I don't know if you put in just a, a normal average center. You put in Brooke Brooke or Robin Lopez. Right. You know who are you know Brooke Lopez is starting for the for the Bucks right now in the playoffs. So that's a playoff caliber. He said. I mean, he's not a scrub. He's a good player. But that's what I was saying. You put in Brooke Lopez instead of Joker on that team. They do not make the playoffs. Yeah. So that's why he a hundred percent deserved the MB, MVP. With that being said, though, I am still a little surprised that he got 91 first-place votes. (laughs) 
with that, let's get into playoff time. Playoffs? Playoffs? It is straight into the Eastern Conference second round matchups. We have the first seed 76ers versus the fifth seed Hawks. Atlanta. Atlanta. Leading this one by one. Leading by one. You know, they... I think they surprised some people winning game one in Philly. Um, now, this game just went final for game two tonight. So we can tell you that this series is now tied. Yep. Uh, we can tell you that Philly did win. Um, they did. And speaking about Joel Embiid getting mad that he only got one first place vote. All he did is drop a 40 spot. <laughs> had 40 points and 13 rebounds tonight. Uh, Trey Young still had a nice game for the Hawks with 21 and 11, but... For the Hawks to win, he needs closer to like 31 than, than 21 for them to be uh, successful. But they did what they had to do. They got a split. They took home court back. So now, if they just win their games at Atlanta, they win the series. They win the series. They win this series in, in six. So they don't need to win another game in Philly to win the series. Now, obviously, that's a lot harder said than done. You don't just show up to beat the Philadelphia 76ers are the reason why they're the one seed. Also, with the day, extra day with the travel, not like you need to give NBA players an extra day to travel. <laughs> it's not like they're getting on a, you know, Greyhound bus, you know, Greyhound bus with, uh, you know, a full full busload of people and, I you know, a, whatever. I need they're a day flying, of rest. Yeah, they're flying charter. Um, but they, this this game three is not till Friday. So, Friday. yeah, getting a little bit of extra rest. I'm sure the Atlanta crowd will be great. I would love nothing more than the Hawks to win this series. I don't believe that that will happen, I, but I would love nothing more yeah. for the Hawks to it win this series. It would definitely make it an interesting series for sure. If they can get Friday night, if they can get it 2-1, now you put all the pressure back on Philly, obviously, yeah. that they have to have to win game four to tie it back up For and then sure. even if they win you know game five and make it make it uh three to two them you're still going back you know to atlanta where they could win and then you force the game seven and that's the thing is yeah even though game seven would be in philly if it got that far crazy things happen in game sevens yeah and Hey, I mean, you can't you can't win them if you're not in them. Well, they, so, they have seven games for a reason, right? Right. And and as we've said before, everyone's bound to win one. Yes. What if that one is at the end? You never know. Because sometimes you can win a game because the other team just didn't play well, right? Like that's right. Sometimes you have you you win because not because you had your best game. But yep. because the other team had their worst games. It's always a possibility. So then if all of a sudden you play your best game, you never know. You give yourself a shooter's, you know, a shooter's chance. I do think Philly's gonna still win this series. I mean, it could be the uh, the old gentleman sweep where they let them get game one and then they just win the next four and win in five. Yeah. Win in yeah, five. Yeah. I'm going to give the Hawks one more game. And I know this would have Philly winning the series in Atlanta, but I don't think that matters that much. So I'm I would I'm predicting right now 76ers in, in a six. 
but I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Hawks win this game, win the series. Next up, we have the second seed Nets versus the third seed Bucks. Brooklyn wins this one two to zero. Yeah, and yeah, it's not looking good for the Bucks. Right, we'll 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 play both sides very quickly. So. The Nets obviously just dominated last night, 125 yeah. to 86. I mean, just a huge. Again, you heard that. If you did, obviously you know the score by now. But yes, 125 to 86 was the score. And Durant had 32 and four and six, and but and, you know Kyrie had a nice game with 22, five and six. The reason why the Nets are playing so well right now: Blake Griffin was seven and eight. Joe Harris had 13. Bruce Brown had 13. Mike James. Who? Mike James. Who? Yeah, he had 10, 3, and 3. They're, they're, those guys are the guys playing well. While for the Bucks, Chris Middleton shoots 7 for 20. You know, Giannis is 8 for 15 and has 18, 11, and 4. That's not going to get the job done. You know, Holiday only has um, 13. He's 6 for 10, which actually 6 for 10 is pretty good. But he needs to be more aggressive than that. You know, my boy Bryn Forbes, he was four for six, so he did well. He had 10 points in his 21 minutes, probably since that's in high school. Um, but, <laughs> you know, Brooke Lopez, who we just mentioned earlier, if they switch spots, well, yeah, he went 10 and six and four of 10 for shooting. Yeah. So if he's sh- like, he shouldn't have as many shots as Holiday, you know, and only five, Giannis only had five more shots than Brooke Lopez. Like that, that should never, ever, ever happen, right? Like, even Durant, playing with, you know, Kyrie, who had 17 shots. Durant still had 18, you know, and they had a comfortable lead. So, you know, that's doing great without James Harden, his hamstring injury, which I'm worried about because that's the same injury that made him miss basically all of April and a little bit of May. He missed 20 out of 21 games because of that injury. Um, But they also get, now obviously, with with the travel day, they they don't play tomorrow. They don't play until Thursday in Milwaukee and now playing devil's advocate everything that I just said yeah the nuts are nets are rolling blah 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 all the nets did was exactly what they were supposed to do which is win their two games at home now we go now we go back to Milwaukee and can Milwaukee do what they're supposed to do yep. and win their two games at home yep. like this is the two seed versus the three seed for a reason like these should this these should be good games this should be a good series yeah you should win your home games right this should be better than the one and five seed yes absolutely but it's not right so now. far it has not been it's been all nets and Giannis has to be much 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 more aggressive. Yes. Drew Holiday needs to not start the game 0 for 8 from the field. He needs to and, get in the center. Yeah. I mean, Giannis and needs to get right he, in the center. Right he needs, there. He, yeah, he needs to stop trying to do jump shots. He needs yep. to get, he's because he's not good at them. Uh, not be 0 for 3 from 3. He needs to get, get in the paint and score, use his length. And, you know, you think with the crowd, they'll get some momentum, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, the first quarter of that game is crucial because if, if the Bucks get off to a good start, obviously, now the crowd's into it. Now everybody's feeding off of it. Now you're having fun. Now you're just playing again, and we're cool. If they have a tough start, yeah, then the crowd starts getting antsy. They start getting on you, and now your self-doubt starts yeah, you're trickling in like, oh, God, what are what are we in for? Like, here, yeah. we, here we go again. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously, the Nets are going to score, so the Bucks have to. To score, I'll make this as simple as possible. I know it's really easy. The Bucks need to make shots. Mm. Yeah, I know. 
came came up with that all by myself. The Bucks need to make shots. Milton needs to shoot well. PJ Tucker needs to shoot well. Holiday needs to shoot well. Bryn Forrest needs to shoot well. Bobby Forrest needs to shoot well. Cunningham, when he comes in, he needs to shoot well. They need to make shots, period. Because the Nets are going to score. Like, that's going to happen. The Nets are going to score. So, the Bucks need to make shots. And they need to make shots early. They need to get the crowd in the game. I believe they will do that. I believe that the Bucks will win game three. Because they have to. If they don't win game three, right. if they don't win game three and they go down three nothing, they are getting swept. Uh, after they just swept the Heat, then they would get swept. So this obviously game game two was not a must win because it's still just you're two and zero when you were on the road. But now you're coming back home. Game three is absolutely a must win. Circle it, write it down, double underline it. Have to win this game. I actually believe that they will. We will find out Thursday night. Dun, dun, dun. Moving straight into the Western Conference second round matchups. We have the first seed Jazz versus the fourth seed Clippers. The game is on literally right now. Right now. Right now. And all that jazz. And all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 turning out it didn't start out well for the team from the Angels. <laughs> but now it's not looking so bad for the team for the Angels versus the Mormons. Yes, the Mormons. Yeah, the Mormons. Yeah, yeah it's it's a close game. It's it a close is. game right it now. Is let's close. Call it, well, obviously, by the time you listen to this, this then, game will probably be yeah, over. Yeah, um, unless you, you know, unless you get it Wednesday, you know, Tuesday night as soon as Ben puts it up. If you if you listen to it, but most likely you're going to listen to this when this game is already over. So, but yeah, the Clippers they had a tough series with uh, with Dallas, going seven, obviously. But, you know, Kawhi stepped up when he needed to in Game 6 and Game 7, facing elimination. And now they're playing a Jazz team who, you know, they're, they've been well-rounded all year. They've had six, seven, eight guys scoring double figures for them. And obviously, Donovan Mitchell is really good. He might be one of the better players that not a lot of people know about because he plays in Utah. Um, but he's really good. And this is a really nice series for the Jazz to kind of get some respect because... Yeah, the Clippers as an organization in their you know in their history of their organization has been have been a laughing stock, but you know Kawhi Leonard's not. He's got championships in two different locations already. You know, trying to win one obviously with the Clippers. Of course, the Clippers just need to win this series so they can get to the Western Conference Finals for the first time ever. I'm sorry, they've never even been to a Western Conference Final. Um, but it's going to be tough. I think I think this series. We'll go at least six games, if not seven. I think it will be very evenly matched. I think all game. I hope, and I do think, that all games will be close, uh, within you know ten points or so. I really want the Clippers to do it just because of all the naysayers. 
but that narrative of them ma- never making a Western Conference Finals would be fun to continue. <laughs> so I guess I guess I'm rooting for the for the Jazz in this one. Really? But, yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah, do yeah, yeah, I yeah. do actually think that, I do think the Clippers are going to win this series in six or seven. I, yeah. I, I really do. But I mean, we'll have we'll have a better under better idea obviously next week when we when we meet because you know obviously they'll get some more more games in because they played it they played a night. And then they do play. They do play Thursday. Yep. But then after that, they don't play until Monday. So when we, you know, see you again on Tuesday, there'll be three games in, and that that then you'll you'll have a much better. We'll have a clearer view. Clear, clearer view of what we're in. What we're in for. You know, we're we're not. You know, we're halfway through the first quarter right now. This series. One could so. say we have a crystal ball coming. If you will, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll know a lot more then. But I do think the Clippers will win this series. I am cheering for the Jazz, though. <laughs> Next up, we got the second seed Suns versus the third seed Denver Nuggets. This one, Phoenix leads. I won. Next game is Wednesday on TNT. Yeah, at 9:30. So tomorrow, and incidentally, that is the only game tomorrow. By the way. Yeah, yeah, that is St- standalone game tomorrow, 9:30 TNT. That is the only game. Yep. Um, tomorrow. So, and you know, yesterday, obviously, yes, 122 to 105, the Suns won. You know, 21, 6, and 11 for Chris Paul. You know, Booker had, had 21 as well. Mikel Bridges had 23. You know, DeAndre Ayton had 20 and 10. Crowder had 14. Like, just a nice, well-balanced, quality team win for them. You know, Denver, Joker didn't have his best game with 22-9-3, which... 22-9-3 is pretty good for like 98% of the league, but for him, it's not that good. 10 for 23 from the field, and you know, and Porter was 6 for 13 and 3 of 8 for 3, only had 15 and 7. You know, Aaron Gordon had 11. Uh, you know, Michael Green had 10-11, which is a nice, you know, pretty nice game, game for him. And, uh, you know, my boy. I mean, I gotta be fair. I say nice things about him, so I gotta be gotta be fair. My boy, man, man, Monte Morris had a really, really, really tough game. He did have six assists, but he was one for ten from the field uh, in 23 minutes. So, obviously, that's you know unfortunate. He had a tough game. It happens. It happens to everybody. It happens to the best of us. Um, so I do feel that tomorrow the Nuggets will bounce back. Joker will have a huge game. Porter will have a big game. My boy Man Man will right the ship, and he'll have a nice game. Of course, I gotta, you know, send love to Devin Booker as well, because D Book is also a six one six guy, so he's a Michigan guy, even though he he moved uh, when you know before he finished high school after his freshman year. Actually, he was at Granville, uh, but D Book's still our guy. My boy, my boy Drew Zidema, Drake Harris, are really good friends with with, with Book, so uh, it's, it's nice to kind of. <laughs> cheer on book from a, from afar and, and you know that, that game that he had uh, against the Lakers was was just outstanding 
Um, let me let me quickly, very quickly, let me quickly talk about that, just real quick. Devin Booker had 47 and 11 against the Lakers in a game to close them out, an elimination game of the former of the defending champions. But for the and that was uh, that was on uh, that was last Thursday, yeah. So you know, or six, you know, five days ago, I guess. And people are still talking about LeBron. And he's, we have still have to bring him up in every conversation. And when we should be talking about how great the Suns played and Devin Booker's 47 mm. points and how he couldn't miss in, in the first half Correct. and how he went 8 for 10 from 3. And that's what we should be talking about. Yeah. Okay. And is that all LeBron's fault that we talk about him this much? No. Does some of it have to do with him? Yes. I mean, it's he's the one who calls himself King James. He's the one who has, you know, chosen one tattooed on himself. He's the one that, you know, calls himself the GOAT and said he's the GOAT, even though nobody else ever has ever said that they're the GOAT. He says it. he's the GOAT. He has a media team and a public relations team or whatever. That It seems like it's their job to keep him, you know, in the news for his brand or whatever. Mm. So it's a little bit on him because there is no reason at all for anyone to bring up LeBron James name at all right now. Okay. He's a, obviously an amazing player, but they lost on Thursday. It's now Tuesday night as we are taping this recording this. I don't know. We will put out live very shortly. Why would you bring up him? Why would, why did we not talk about Devin Booker for the last couple of days? Why aren't we talking about the Suns, the jazz, the Clippers that those are the teams that we should be, talking about and the, the fact that everybody you know has to bring up somehow you have to bring up his name it just it bugs me a little bit because I'm not one of those people that I want to see LeBron fail or whatever because again it's just basketball and from all you know news and information that we know of off the court there's nothing not to like about the guy, you know, married, kids, no problems, you know, gives of his time, gives of his money, involved in his kids' lives, charities, you know, started his school, you know, millions of dollars of scholarships to kids in Akron. So there's nothing not to like about him off the court. So I, I wouldn't, I thought that I want to see him do poorly. I'm not happy that he lost. I'm upset that we're not talking about Devin Booker's 47 and 11 like we should be. So that's what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Devin Booker's 47 and 11 on Thursday because yeah. that was awesome. It was awesome. And somehow I was able to have a few adult beverages and still make it to 5 a.m. workout class on, on Friday after that. So that's pretty impressive too on, on, my, on my part. So congratulations to me for that. You insane, insane man. You're well, not, you're not wrong. That brings us to a close, my friends. That is pretty much it for this week of playoff finals. I guess that's kind of repetitive playoff finals, but that does bring <laughs> us to a close for yes. tonight. Yes, it does. And. 
like I said, it's just it's a great time of year. A lot of things going on. I mean, as we're talking right now, we're also distracted watching the game because obviously we are fans and we want to watch the games just like you. But Tuesday night was just always that time that we, you know, every week Tuesday night we're gonna, you know, do the show then, and we've done it. You know, twenty one or whatever it is, twenty one, twenty two, now that we've that we've done it now I eight weeks know. in a row. So it's a lot though. Yeah. You and should, you should watch it from episode one, season one. <laughs> binge, binge, <laughs> listen, binge, binge, listen binge, to it. Binge, listen to the Fred and Fred's podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna start in week one and see what they had to say and how right they were. Yeah, you know, I think we were actually pretty accurate most of the time, or rather, should I say, you were most of the time. 60% of the time it works. All the time. Every time. The Flagrant Friends Podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Schwanda. Flagrant Friends is recorded live at the Stage Left Lounge Recording Studio. Join us next week for more NBA news 